Hi, hello, how are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabell, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life starting today. Success is the product of daily habits, not once-in-a-lifetime transformation. You should be far more concerned with your current trajectory than with your current results. Remember, you get what you repeat, your financial habits, your eating habits, your knowledge, your clutter. Wow, if that doesn't hit home, I don't know what will. Because honestly, you guys, what we do every single day compounds. And today we're going to talk about why health and fitness are not the same thing. Okay, so many women these days are incredibly dissatisfied with their body. Okay, they look in the mirror and they really just tell themselves all these terrible things about what they look like, how they feel, how their clothes fit, worrying about what other people think of them, right? So we play this outwardly focused numbers game, like how many pounds, how many calories, and this determines how well our day is going, our self-worth, right? And these endless cycles of diets where we try to control rather than honor our inner desires and appetites, we stuff down our intuitive nature, right? We try to sculpt our female body so we're more linear and angular and less round and curvaceous. This is ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. And some of you who have been following my journey for a while might be saying to yourself, but Shauna, you were a bodybuilder. You had six-pack abs. You were shredded. Okay, There was a time, there was a place for that. But can I tell you guys, like, do you think I have body image issues now? Do you think I have food issues now? Hell yeah. It is a mind F and I'm not going to swear, but I'm here to educate you because you may have not brought your life to the extreme that I did, but it's really important that we know that health and fitness are not the same thing. Okay. So the failure of most people to grasp the difference between health and fitness is what causes them to experience this frustration. So they start working out religiously, okay? I call them the cardio bunnies, but they still have the same five to 10 pounds stubbornly clinging to their midsection and that's all they can talk about. That's why they hire a coach. That's why they fire a coach because they didn't lose those five to 10 pounds, right? Here's the problem. We become obsessed, And those who make exercise the centerpiece of their lives and believe that their actions are making them healthier are so wrong. Each and every day, they are pushing themselves one step further toward disease, fatigue, emotional upheaval. It's insane, you guys. Exercise has been the center of my life for seven years. Can you imagine back in July... 2021, when I said, I'm done, I'm done, I'm retiring, I'm no longer labeling myself as a bodybuilder. This is not who I am for the rest of my life. I kind of been feeling like I lost my identity. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. And right now you might be saying, but Shauna, there's, you know, good exercise, you know, I I don't obsess over it. I just, it's healthy for sure. Absolutely. We're going to talk about that. 
So let's dive a little bit deeper. Now listen, the definition of fitness by the dictionary is the physical ability to perform athletic activity. The definition of health is defined as the state of all of the systems working in an optimal way. All the systems in your body. So think about a holistic approach, right? Does this sound familiar? We're all interconnected. You can look incredible and your mind can be a disaster. Your spiritual health can be in alignment and you could be morbidly obese and physically very sick. Everything needs to be aligned. Now, the problem is most people think that fitness implies health, but they don't always go hand in hand, right? It's ideal to have both, but you need to put your health first. You will always enjoy tremendous benefits in your life if you put your health first. Now, if you achieve fitness at high levels, you know, people that go to the Olympics, the high level um, competitors and in CrossFit and bodybuilding, if you achieve fitness at high levels at the expense of your health, you may not live long enough to enjoy your physique. Did you hear me? Those six pack abs. Those people on social media that you are following that are making you feel bad about yourself. If you get off social media and you feel worse than when you got got on, stop following those people. This is literally bringing tears to my eyes. Because it's not sustainable. It's not real. Like your health comes first. And if you can't live long enough to enjoy your physique, what the hell is the point of doing it? Right? So for example... This is so close to my heart. I was at my last show and it was my very last show. It was also my first national show, uh, July, 2021. And I got on social media and one of my friends, I just saw her 30 days before late twenties died. She died in her sleep. She was a competitive bodybuilder, wanted nothing more than to be a pro. And she forgot about her health. Tears came to my eyes. And I don't know how. I was so depleted. You know, you lose a lot of emotions when you're that depleted. And I thought to myself, what are you doing here? What, are, what is this? And I've always competed for me. I've never, never done it for anybody else. But I said, if you're doing this for you, then put your damn health first. That would be doing something for you. This is being selfish so selfish. And it's really, really hard to let something go that you've identified with for so long, right? But when that pain sets in, when you look, when when I open my Instagram feed and these amazing bodybuilders that I've idolized for years are dropping dead in their 20s, 30s, 50s, y'all, that extreme lifestyle, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. So this is what I mean by health and fitness don't always go hand in hand, okay? And that's a very personal experience and there's way more to it than that. But to be honest with you, that was a big part of me walking away from the stage, knowing that I have so much more love and energy and life to live and I'm not going to shorten my time here because of this, because of this extreme lifestyle, okay? So now how do you find the optimal balance of health and fitness? Honestly, this is achieved by training your metabolism. Now, what do I always talk about? I talk about training your mind, right? Calming your inner chatter. 
So think about this, your bed, right? My bed is a magical place where I suddenly remember everything I was supposed to do for the day. Or maybe that's in the shower, right? So when we hop into bed, people think about when, where, why, who, everything in their life like comes to the forefront of their brain while they're supposed to be sleeping. And if this is you, it's likely you, it's me, it's everybody, you have a serious issue with something called inner chatter. And I always talk about training your mind because we think upwards of 50,000 thoughts per day. Most of them are random and short-lived and meaningless, okay? But we need to turn the volume down when we want to. We need to be able to turn that chatter down, okay? This is where meditation comes in, mindfulness, deep breathing, right? So with the constant flow of information, it's really, really hard to do, but it's possible. And just like we're training our mind and our muscles, we can also train our metabolism. But first, we need to understand the difference between aerobic and anaerobic exercise. These always confused me when I was growing up, like in gym class. I'm like, not that we talked about this in gym class, but I'm like, what's the difference? So hopefully this makes sense to you guys. So aerobic literally means oxygen, okay? It's moderate exercise sustained over a period of time. This includes your heart, your lungs, your blood vessels, right? And if you activate your aerobic system with the proper diet and exercise, you're going to burn fat as fuel, okay? Fat as fuel. Remember that for aerobic. Anaerobic is A-N, and literally means without, so without oxygen. And how I want you to remember this is because I can never keep them straight, is like think about when you're running, doing sprints, right? You're like <sighs> huffing and puffing without oxygen, right? So think about short bursts of power. And this is going to use glycogen, sugar, as fuel, not fat. Now, you're like Shauna, but I want to burn fat, not sugar. You're right, you do. And here's the problem. Most of America is staying in this anaerobic state, and I'll explain to you why. Now, there are those people, <laughs> you, we all know those people that can eat anything and everything and not gain a pound, not gain an ounce. Don't hate them, hate their genetics. Some of us are a little bit more fortunate where our bodies um, burn f- more fat than others, okay? Now, what determines, you're at the gym now, what determines if the exercise is aerobic or anaerobic? It's really truly dependent on the level of intensity. So your lower heart rate, makes walking, jogging, running, biking aerobic. And your higher heart rate makes these same exercises anaerobic. Again, higher heart rate, think without oxygen, you can't breathe, huffing and puffing, right? Go back to sprinting if you can't remember it. So like I said, the problem is most Americans live in an anaerobic state, okay? Kind of like we live in a sympathetic state, right? Fight or flight. We'll be eating, but we're not actually digesting our food because we're eating while we're driving in traffic and this guy just cut us off. So now he's an asshole. So now we're honking our horn. Your body's not worried about digesting the food you're eating, even if it's healthy food. It's you're not getting any nutrients from it. The environment in which we eat and how we eat our food makes a difference in our digestion and and in what our body can uptake for nutrients. And we're always in a rush. We are always in a rush. Okay. Take a deep breath right now. What's going on in your life? Is there anything to worry about in this very moment? Nope. Nope. Stop running around like a chicken with your head cut off. It's not cute. It's not cute. You're not attracting the right people. You're not attracting the right opportunities in your life. And here's the thing. Most Americans are living this anaerobic 
sympathetic state all the time. Their high stress jobs, their work life demands, relationships. So you're burning sugar as fuel instead of stored fat. Now, not only does this rob your body of blood sugar, okay, that you could be doing using for other tasks, you get headaches and disoriented, right? We're disrupting our level of health and vitality every single day by showing up in this way. And you're like, hmm, how do I know if I'm living in the state, in this anaerobic state, in the sympathetic, stressful state where my cortisol levels are just jacked? Are you fatigued? Do you have a two o'clock slump? Are you getting recurrent exercise injuries or anxiety, stiff joints? Okay, we are less physically active, you guys. Most of our jobs, and now we work from home. Damn, I mean, the only thing you might do is get up to go pee. We don't even have to walk to our car to drive anywhere. Okay, we got Uber Eats. We got Amazon. (laughs) So you may have all these positive intentions, um, and I'm sure you do, but we're becoming less healthy every single day. So how do we train our body to burn fat and not sugar? Well, you got to get out of that state, okay? That persistent layer of fat around your midsection that you've been trying to get rid of for God knows how many years, it's not going anywhere until you learn to train in an aerobic state, control your mind. Again, we're interconnected. So don't be that person, please. Don't eliminate all of your calories and eliminate all of the fat from your diet because fat is not bad. Fat is, especially women, you guys, we need fat for our hormones. We need the olive oil, the avocado, the salmon. Like that is what our hormones thrive off of. It's not the refined carbs. It's not the sugar. So please don't eliminate that. Okay? Because your body's going to go into emergency mode. And then it's it's going to store fat even more efficiently. Starving yourself, then returning to your old eating patterns is a vicious cycle of diet culture that's being preached. And it's so freaking sad. And then they make you feel bad about yourself. Like I was 110 pounds. I went on a diet starved myself and now I'm 116. You gain more weight back than you had to lose after you do these yo-yo diets, these starvation modes. Like we are not made for that. Your metabolism slows indefinitely. And that's a whole nother episode, you guys. But we need to train our metabolism and we need to stop. We need to do this by stop throwing our body to extremes. And I can preach about this because I lived it. I lived it. I'm living it right now. Y'all, in high school, I was soaking wet 100 pounds, soaking wet. I stepped on stage, my first bikini competition at 109 back in 2015, okay? And I still remember these numbers. And then I didn't know what a reverse diet was. So I gained tons of weight. I could eat boxes of donuts. I was like, this is great. I'm never full. I got up to 137 pounds. Did you hear me? 137 pounds and I am five foot one. That is not cute. That is not right. It was not healthy weight. It was not anything but my body in starvation mode and I didn't know how to eat and I didn't know what to do with it. Okay. I got that weight off to compete a couple more years after that, right? My last show, like each each show I got a little bit better, but it was a little bit harder, right? Because my metabolism is shit. It's literally shit. And so I stepped on stage in July for my first national show and last show of bodybuilding. And I got on stage at 104. Okay. Now, 
I nailed my reverse diet. I didn't eat a bunch of crap afterwards. It doesn't matter. Like I'm going through so much right now with the big thing being the SIBO and the leaky gut. You know, I have a parasite. I have so many things happening right now, but it's happening for me, right? But I'm conscious and I'm aware and I'm trying to educate you. My body will never be 100 pounds comfortably ever again. And I don't care. It's a number on a scale. It does not determine my worth. And I haven't stepped on a scale in a month or so. So I don't really know what I weigh. I don't really care because right now I'm just about feeling better. I just don't feel good. And every day I feel a little bit better. But the secret is the middle way. The secret is not throwing your pendulum to extremes. From science, we know that if you pull a pendulum pendulum 30 degrees to the right, it's going to swing back until it's 30 degrees to the left. All laws are the same, right? The same principles drive everything in this world. If you pull a pendulum out one way, it will swing back the other way. If you've been starving for days and somebody puts food in front of you, you won't be polite while you're eating. So the degree to which you act like an animal is the exact degree to which you were starved enough to bring up your animal instincts. Your brain is compelling you to do these things, you guys. It is not your fault. Please stop blaming yourself. So realize that since everything has yin and yang, yin and yang, all the things, everything has its own balance point. And when you stop swinging from one extreme to the other, you'll have more energy than you ever imagined. And this principle holds true in every aspect of your life. If you were in balance, you eat when it's time to eat, a way that maintains the health of your body, right? Think about that. We waste tremendous amounts of energy at extremes. And the more extreme it is, the more it becomes a full-time project, okay? So I've said a lot, I could go on forever. I want to give you some things to think about, some action items that you can do today. When you're exercising, can you talk? Can you comfortably talk? That would be aerobic. Or are you too winded? That's anaerobic. So both are good. There's a purpose for both. But if you want to burn fat, you need to be in an aerobic state. So your breathing should be steady and audible, but not labored. When you're working out, how does it feel? Are you like, I hate my life right now. This is the most miserable thing ever. I felt that way. But it should be pleasurable, though tiring. So I have to tell you, transitioning out of bodybuilding, I'm used to crawling out of the gym. Like, yeah, like the worst pain you can think of, right? It was a different kind of pleasure because it was my mindset. Like, I have goals. I'm going to do this, whatever. Now I'm like 35, 40 minutes. I'm good. I'm good. I feel like I got to go. I'm good. But like, I can't even label it as like a good workout because I'm like, did I even sweat? And I don't sweat much anyway. I'm like, did I even feel anything? Then the next day I'm a little bit sore. I'm like, okay, like I did something. But soreness does not determine anything. Like just so you guys know, like if you're not sore after a workout, that's fine. Stop stressing over that. So just rate yourself on a scale of zero to 10. If you exceed a seven in it being exhausting and just not fun, then you've gone from aerobic to anaerobic. Okay, so just be conscious of that and make sure you warm up. I'm so guilty of this. What happens when we warm up is we mobilize fatty acids that are stored in our body and we mobilize them into the bloodstream so you can use fat instead of blood sugar as fuel. Take about 15 minutes. Just warm up. Just move your body. Okay. the other thing you can do is use a heart rate monitor um, or you can compute your ideal heart rate, which varies based on your age. So it'd be 180 minus your age. So like my aerobic heart rate is like 149. And if I go above that 
at age 31, I know that I'm in an anaerobic state. Okay. Now I'm also in Colorado. So for the first couple weeks I was here, I'd literally look at a Stairmaster and I think my heart rate went above 150. <laughs> it's really crazy. I remember doing four squats and I looked at my, uh, my watch, my Apple watch, and I was like, 160. Like I never hit my heart rate is I have a very low resting heart rate. Anyway, crazy. So you can do that, but make sure you also take 10 to 15 minutes to cool down. Okay. Make time for yourself. This is important. Lastly, and most importantly, don't forget about your mindset. We're interconnected. If you're telling yourself you can't do this, if you're telling yourself this is too hard, if you're bashing yourself in the mirror, you're staying in the anaerobic state, you're staying in the sympathetic state, and your body's not going to burn fat for fuel. It just wants to survive. Okay? And I love this. Tony Robbins said, uh, no, this was in a book by Tony Robbins. It said, remember, the human body is the best picture of the human soul. Take care of yourself, you guys. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable and watch your life transform. Okay, we talked about a lot today, but I really, really, really just want to educate you. And I hope that my experiences resonate you with you in a way that helps you make better decisions every single day. Because I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care what you do tomorrow. I want you to know today you can make a difference and you can make a change in your life if you want to. Okay. If you enjoyed this podcast, if you enjoyed this episode, if there's certain things you want to hear about, please, please, please rate, review, subscribe. Leave me a comment so I know what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to talk about. I'm willing to talk about anything. I'm just so transparent. And uh, again, I'm always hoping to reach one person. So per usual, take what you need and leave what you don't. I hope you all have a beautiful Monday. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be kind, give back. I love you all so much.